Old Fashioned Football on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the underdog, pick them in college or NFL, and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500 until October 4th. We're also brought to you by VEASAN. Sign up now and save 40% off with their football season special. When you, you use promo code SGP, vsan.com slash subscribe, promo code SGP. And finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Hey, what's up? This is Sam Acho, and you're listening to Old Fashioned Football. Fashion football. You make this deal right now, you can't take any mother. All right, deal. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We've got a special episode for you today. If you're wondering who you're listening to, maybe this is your first time tuning in. Welcome. My name is J Mark. You can find me on the X at J Mark Football. You can find us on the X. It's hard to call it the X on Twitter at Old Fashioned FB whatever you want to call it. You can find us on Instagram, Old Fashioned Football Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We're all over the place. We're not as great as posting on those, but we try. <laughs> and before I keep going, I got to bring in my uh, partner, my co-host on the pod and in life. You can call her Mer. You can find her on the X at The Mer Mark. Mer, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really excited for today's episode. It's been a while since we've had a whiskey wednesday interview yeah. and i've i've just been looking forward to this yeah absolutely and uh of course we we had this recommended by listeners so we are very excited to uh to even try the whiskey we have not cracked it open yet but we're excited to you're gonna see it in the show we see find it on our socials we're gonna post some pictures but i think we get right into it what do you think I, i'm ready let's go let's do it all right listeners we had a couple people reach out to us and say hey you have got to try this bourbon because it is so good and uh now we get the pleasure of trying the bourbon and not only that talking to ceo and co-founder of driftless glen out of baraboo wisconsin renee renee how are you doing today oh fabulous thanks for having me on I'm, I'm looking forward to this. We are excited to have you with us. Absolutely. And thank you for taking time to meet with us. Now, before we get started, we always ask everybody, and if not, it's okay, but are you a football fan? Do you follow any football? Have any specific teams? So I am. I'm not your diehard. The rest of my family are diehard, you know, scream at the TV football <laughs> fans. Um, sure. But I am two things. We, we live in... Um, Part of the time we live in Illinois and we're here by Northern. So we do root for the NIU. But um, okay. on a funny note, 
one of my other things, my life, I've always been a, an artist. I'm a sculptor. And um, oh, nice. I just did a buffalo with a gold chain and a um, gold whistle. And it would be for, who do you think? Deion Sanders. Yeah, that is awesome. Sitting, from, from what I hear, it's sitting on his desk. So I do follow now. I have to follow Colorado because of that. But, <laughs> so, yeah, I, have, I know a little bit about football. That's very that, cool. That is really neat. Yeah, he's making a lot of noise there in Colorado, too. He is making some noise. And it's <laughs> kind of nice to watch because it is changing the way people look at things. And I do like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really, I, I just watched a video actually today. They said something about, you know, what do you expect out of your athletes? And he, he doesn't make exceptions for anybody. He wants people in the film room. He tracks their film room hours and he's very serious with that. And I think that's great because it seems like the college level has loosened a little bit on the discipline part of it. And I think it's awesome that he sticks to that. Well, what I think I liked was where he said that he doesn't want to coach with in the um, NFL, he says he mm -hmm. can make a difference in the college players, um, yeah. mm -hmm. and and that's very cool. And one of the other teams that I do watch is because my niece went to Clemson. She was at Clemson all four years that they were, you know, in the national uh, in the game. So yeah. um, just learning a little bit about how Dabo Sweeney uh, coaches too. So I, I like both mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, like them. Very cool. Yeah. And what they want their players to be, because what are the odds of actually making it to the NFL? It's, right. it's mm -hmm. so rare. So you need to have something else. And, and I like that they try to get them for the rest of their lives, set them up. Absolutely. Yeah. That is awesome. Um, are you ready to jump into some whiskey and distilling conversations? I okay. Am. Yes, we have, we have a fun story. So, uh, oh, yeah, awesome. well, sure. do you want to start with your fun story? Because I was going to ask you how you got started in the distilling business. So, it's um, some people know it, but we are, my husband and I, we're not whiskey people at all. And um, people always say, oh, you know, you have the science background, all that. Um, my husband is a car dealer and I'm an artist. And someone brought to us that we should open up a distillery. And so we went, they said we could be partners, to be 50, 50 partners. And they brought mm -hmm. us the whole business plan and so forth. This was um, back in 2011. And we said, okay. And they said, uh, we said, well, how much? Because we're going to be the silent partners. And how much? Three million, 1.5 each. And mm -hmm. bam. We went, okay, for 1.5 million, we'll, we'll do it. Well, we have an acronym that we joke about. It's called BAM, bring uh -huh. another man. Because <laughs> 3 million didn't come close to it. Okay, so we have a 44 foot continuous column from Vendome and a 550 gallon pot still from Vendome and another um, still, you know, all these different things. Anyway, make a long story short, we bought him out. Uh, well, we started distilling in 14. We built the whole place. We started mm -hmm. distilling in 14. We opened our doors in 15. And six weeks later, we bought him out completely. So my husband and I, in 2015, not wanting to be distillery people, because we know nothing about it, uh -huh. I'm a distillery. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you learn quickly. And uh, mm -hmm. it was interesting because this is actually a very difficult business. There's so many moving parts to it. People don't really talk about it, but you've got the making of the whiskey. You've got the distribution side. You've got wholesale side. You've got, there's so many avenues and we have a restaurant and, mm -hmm. and then we have a retail space. So we didn't just open up a distillery. We opened up a whole conglomerate of things. And um, so I got thrown into the marketing front end side of it. And my husband kind of over would oversee the back end, meaning the whiskey side and that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, we made some mistakes, but we muddled mm -hmm. through it. And um, now he and I are the only owners. We have, nice. no, we have no investors. We have no debt. We have over 6,000 barrels aging, 53 gallon barrel aging in our, oh, wow. in our over eight years old. And wow. um, yeah. And so, and we're in 25 states or something. And so we, we we're in a really unique position. We've never sourced any of our whiskey. All of our whiskey is we made. So we nice. that's amazing. Yeah, we've sucked it up. We put the capital in. That's why I said, bam. <laughs> so, uh, and uh, but uh, we love it. It's a great business. It's a lot of fun. I mean, you're drinking whiskey. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And and funny enough, so we like I said, we started this. And one of the first products you bring out is your rye, because mm -hmm. rye is the one you can bring out at the youngest, right? So we brought a rye yeah. out like 19, 20 months old or something. And so what we would do is we would have like eight barrels that we tapped mm -hmm. at nine o'clock in the morning. There would be eight samples. And we'd have to take <laughs> some samples to figure out which barrel we were going to bottle. So I used to I used to take pictures and go, how is your board meetings? Because our board meetings start with eight glasses of whiskey. No, <laughs> um, but now, you know, it's a little different now. But in the beginning, there was a lot we learned and it's it's really a fun, a really fun business. On some levels. On other levels, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of job I want. I want to start board meetings with eight glasses of whiskey. It just sounds perfect. And, you know what? And we have, um, through the years, we've had people come and people go, but uh, but our core people, almost every single person has been there from the get-go. So our our office, our operations manager, uh, her name is Abby. I'll give her a shout out. Abby has been with us from the very beginning. And mm -hmm. we... All, a lot of our employees are like that. Our distillers started with us. And nice. we have our warehouse manager who started with us when he was 15, doing all kinds of stuff. So um, it's, we kind of are a family. It's a, it's really mm -hmm. a, a nice, um, transparent. We all sit down, we all have meetings. Everybody knows what everyone else is doing. And um, it's a really good working environment. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. Before we keep talking to Renee about Driftless Glen, 
distillery and their amazing whiskey i gotta talk to you about game time look buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful and game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you in fact take a trip up to baraboo wisconsin and see a show while you're there or go to a game go to go to a uh, northern illinois game cheer on northern illinois you can find killer deals on last minute tickets with game time and they have a best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have maybe you don't know when you're going to wisconsin doesn't matter forget planning months in advance game time has deals on the tickets right up to the end of the day of the event you can get exclusive flash flash deal tickets on all sorts of sports i'm telling you all sorts football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more. Plus, they offer a guarantee that if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, they'll credit you 110%. Guess what? They're not crediting you 110% because they have to pay that out often. No. In fact, that means they likely have the best price you're going to find. And you can get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. $20 off the first game you go to. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going 5-4-5. In fact, from now until October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% deposit for your first deposit up to $500. That means you can get $500 free. $100,000 Sunday also continues on Underdog Fantasy, a total of $2 million in prizes all season long. $100,000K in prizes all week. That's 10K to 10 people this week. New sweepstakes every week of the NFL season. You're going to have to beat me. And I got to tell you, I'm going to start with higher on yards for Sam Laporta. Actually, let me go receptions for Sam Laporta and receptions for Luke Musgraves. I believe they're both set at four. I think that uh, Thursday night game between the Wisconsin Packers, the Green Bay Packers, and the Detroit Lions is going to involve the tight end. So make sure you go check that out. Watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. How did you, how did you go about picking your distillers? Did uh, Was that like a interview process? I'm just curious how that all works. Well, the distillers, so we've had a couple different um, distillers come in. The When we first started, we had um, uh, Dave Pickerel was our, who used to be for Maker's Mark. He was the yep. one that actually helped design our distillery. He came in and he okay. set up the um, formulas and that sort of thing for the distillers that were there. And he taught the people. And the fellow Nathan, who's there now, was one of the people he taught. He's our head guy. He's been there, like I say, since 14. Um, he worked with Dave Pickle. So um, mm -hmm. we have had other people come in and, you know, work with us or whatever and then leave. But these guys have, they just kind of learned the business hands on. And they're, they're fabulous. They're Very really cool. good. Yeah. Yeah. And we give them we, we give them a little bit of freedom to do some things. Like they may uh -huh. come to us and say, hey, we'd like to do, so we have a smoked whiskey. Um, mm -hmm. And they'll say, hey, let's let's try this or let's try that. And whatever they want to try, if it's within reason, we do it. It's one of the nice things about 
my husband and I being able, we're the only owners, we're very nimble. We want to do something and our distiller comes to us and says, hey, I was thinking we could do this and then, okay, let's try it. And we yeah. are able to do that versus you can just see the lines of bureaucracy when you have all, when you have a lot of different people involved in it, it's it's much more difficult. So for us, we can do sure. it. We feel like doing. Very cool. cool. Yeah, I'm sure uh, kind of stepping into uncharted waters like that, um, I'm sure you had many challenges, but what was kind of like a couple or one of the biggest challenges that you had uh, just kind of getting on the ground running and everything? So one of the things I don't really talk to you about when you're going to open a distillery is then getting your product out and getting it on the shelves, yeah. getting it off the mm -hmm. shelves. So, you know, with the three-tier system, if a distributor doesn't pick you up, you're dead in the water. So sometimes mm -hmm. these smaller distilleries have a hard time. And then if they do get picked up by a distributor, they have to get it on the shelf and they have to get it off the shelf or then they get out. It's That's the part of the business that's very difficult. And we've had to learn that. And um, we have our own reps. We, you know, we pay our reps to get out there and push our products and that sort of thing. Um, and that's the hardest thing that we had to learn, I think, more so than even learning how to distill because we actually had really good guys to teach and we've learned it and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And then it's after that, getting it out there and getting it on the shelf and getting people to pull it and take it. We believe sure. once they try it, they'll love it. So you yeah. just have mm -hmm. to try it that first time. And we do different things. We, you know, we've, we've tried you know, going off the charts and doing things that other people don't do, um, which is like we sponsored, we talk about football, we sponsored um, the Steam Wheelers, which is an arena football. Um, okay, yeah. You know, we, we were one of their sponsors. So on their helmet, they had the plus one and every, you know, so it was, it was fun. We could watch the game. It's a yeah. very different football game than football. You know, yeah. football. it's fast and quick and so forth. Um, so yeah, we do different things like that. Very cool. Yes. Um, we've we've asked multiple people in the industry this before, and it's always like intriguing to us because everybody ha seems to have different roles and responsibilities from distillery to distillery. But could you tell us a little bit about like what is your day to day like now? So now it's very different than before. Mm -hmm good staff mm -hmm. um, like i said abby um our operations manager she runs it man she's like she knows everything she has work everything is and then we have a marketing manager um we have a lot of different things so for me i'm kind of the spokesperson at this point so i take care of doing things like this but i take care of talking to the distributors i'll talk with our reps um, every day our reps are on a, um, a software program that lets me see where they're going and what they're doing. So then they'll, they'll talk to me about barrel picks. So I deal with all the barrel picks. Um, right now we're doing something we, we weren't really sure we would ever do, but we are going to do is, um, bulk, sell bulk. And okay. we can, we've got a lot of whiskey up and we can produce a lot of whiskey right now we're doing 1200 barrels a year 
but we could do a lot more than that. So we've decided at this point, we're going to let it out there that if people want us to do custom distilling, we'll do it. So these are the sort of things that I'm dealing with is I deal with that sort of stuff. And then they deal with, you know, so everybody's got their little jobs. Mm -hmm. Sure. But I get to do this sort of, these are the fun things. And I get to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably just don't. Or if you ask me, yeah, that's not my job. <laughs> <laughs> I don't jump up there and, and throw the grain in the, you know, a mash cook. I don't do any of that. We have, we have other people that do that. I don't think I could. Sure. I don't, we have super sacks. I, I don't think I could lift some certain things, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you say your favorite product is that Driftless Glen has right now? Or your favorite product that I don't know. Well, I, I don't know. I was gonna, that was that's we, been created. You, we have we have done some fun things. Like you're gonna try one tonight. Mm -hmm. um, we are doing some barrel finished bourbon, and we get and we're really not sure what they're gonna taste like. You know, sometimes you just you aren't sure, but we're willing to risk it. So we'll go out. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll purchase certain barrels. Um, we've done some um, cognac barrels, some, okay. I'm going to mess this word up, sauternes or however you say it, uh, uh, aged bourbon, um, mm -hmm. naranja, which you're going to try tonight. The naranja mm -hmm. is fabulous. It just adds that extra flavor. We did a, a vanilla aged, so we got a barrel that had vanilla in it. And then we put our bourbon in this barrel. It's fabulous. We, but we only did two barrels of it. So then what we do is we release that at the distillery. It's an exclusive. Mm -hmm. You can only buy it at the distillery. It's not distributed. That but sounds amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's wonderful. But a lot of these <laughs> things we'll do, and we release it at the distillery because it's like, hey, you're coming here. You want something different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can't find anywhere else, and we'll try it. And one of the nice things about us again being nimble if we did have a person and we've done this quite a bit um they come to us and say we would like you to do some finishing and we'll purchase it we do it for them and so we will age our bourbon we'll take our four or five year bourbon they'll tell us which what they want and then mm -hmm. we'll put it in a barrel and then but they've already purchased it so yeah, we're we're having some fun stuff, doing some fun things like that. Right now we've got these little ten gallon barrels that we're doing. Um, we have an old fashioned in it. It's a a barrel aged old fashioned in these little little barrels, and then the other one is something with a naranja, but it's it's a it's a Manhattan or something like that. I'm not sure. <laughs> That's but it was cool. fabulous. Yeah. But they're little, these little girls, and they're aging it again. And these little guy, little guys, and they're behind the bar. And you know, people say, "I want that specialty cocktail." And yeah, that's the fun part. That's very cool. cool. How do you go about sourcing, like, or like getting your barrels for the finishes? Like, how do you go about that process? So I, I have a really good guy that I deal with. It's a space mm -hmm. bridge, and the fellow I work with, his name is Rob. I'll call him and I'll say, "Hey, what do you got coming in?" So we've done port finished barrels, we've done tawny, and we've done ruby port. Um, and he'll say, hey, I've got these coming in, or I've got this coming in from here. And and we'll talk about what, if we want to put a rye in it, or if we want to put a bourbon in it, and 
what the finishes will be and what it would taste like. And that's how we, we come up with it. And the distiller will put his two cents in and go, hey, this is what I'd like to see. Let's try this and, and we'll try it. And again, we release it at the distillery. It's not a distributed thing because mm -hmm. if you have something distributed, we have to go through the TTB and get a certain label made with the UPC code and the whole. So it's a big Megillah to do. It's just mm -hmm. at the distillery on our exclusive label. And it's just okay. right Yeah. Nice. So yeah, yeah, we, have, we have fun. Trust me. We, we just look, <laughs> it yeah. sounds like fun. Let's try this one. Oh, let's try this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We're going to interrupt this interview one more time to remind you we're brought to you by VEASAN. That's right. Sign up now and save 40% off football season special when you use promo code SGP at VEASAN.com slash subscribe promo code SGP. Sean and Ryan are in a contest going head to head with other VEASAN shows to see who sells the most subscriptions. And the winning show gets a $1,000 Super Bowl future. But you know what? Sean and Ryan are going to cut you in on the prize if they win. That's right. Nobody else is doing that. So uh, maybe you want to go get your Chiefs Futures, one that you feel confident in. They're putting $1,000 on it, but it still pays out, and they spread that wealth around. Step one, go to vcin.com slash subscribe and use promo code SUP to sign up. Step two, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vcin to submit your proof of purchase. If they win, you'll get to vote on what team to use the $1,000 Super Bowl future on. And if it hits, you'll get an equal piece of the action. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe, use promo code SGP, then sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash vcin to submit. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching the Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven plays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HallofFameBets.com and use code SGP to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, let's get back to that amazing interview with, with uh, Driftless Glenn, CEO and co-founder, Renee. Now, back to old-fashioned football. All right, I, I like to put everybody on the spot with this question. Um, if you had to go for a whiskey that's non-Driftless Glen, what's yeah. one you might choose? All right, so I'm going to be completely transparent about this. As I said in the beginning, mm -hmm. we didn't drink whiskey. <laughs> okay. We come to stores. And trust me, when I first started, I had a hard time drinking whiskey. I mean, it was, <laughs> and it was rye to start with. And we have fabulous rye. Our rye is, it's, because rye is not, um, Maybe thirty percent of the whiskey drinkers drink rye. Right. It's mm -hmm. but when people try our rye, they always go, "It's one of the best they've ever tried." So it's it's a sleeper, okay. But but that's what I started with having to try to drink. Anyway, my point is, I never drank whiskey before Driftless, so I I really don't drink anybody else's whiskey. Now <laughs> my husband has tried. If we were out and about, he'll drink um. Woodford Reserve or something that mm -hmm. we don't drink a lot of different whiskeys and it's a terrible thing to say but I'm I'm being really straight you know with, with yeah. you guys yeah mm -hmm. I don't that's right. 
I might as well drink Driftless because we make it. <laughs> and we well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, when I'm up at the distillery, the bartenders will say, oh, I've made a new drink. And that's what I get to drink a lot. I don't, I don't drink it as straight as much as other people. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll try it in a drink because they're always coming up with new ideas and new drinks and that sort of thing. And they'll be like, oh, that's my new favorite. Okay, that's my new favorite. <laughs> Nice. Uh, one of our listeners, Jared, specifically pointed out that the uh, the restaurant has phenomenal cocktails there. So um, someday, so hopefully, we can get up there and try that. The story about the cocktails, which is also very interesting. Again, Wisconsin, you can only serve what you make. So for a while mm -hmm. there, when we first started, we had all different. We had a moonshine. We had a s'mores moonshine so we could make a chocolate martini. And we had... We did nice. different things so that we could make different drinks. Well, we have a line of oils and vinegars, and we use and we have a line of that so that we can use those in our drinks. So our old fashioned, okay, your like your podcast, yeah. um, we will use a black cherry vinegar, or we have a Granny oh, wow. Smith old fashioned, and we have green apple vinegar, and we have we we use our vinegars in our drinks. And they're amazing, and our and of course our drinks are pretty heavy pours because we actually make the whiskey there, so it's not yeah. a problem. You know, it's not like a half an ounce pour or whatever. I mean, it's like, right. all right, you know, here's the pour. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, that one's gonna hurt. Um, but uh, that the drinks are really, really good. And and what I'll do when I'm up at the distillery, so we have a lot of R and D. Um, we have a, a double cast gin. So we have a gin mm -hmm. recipe that we, what we do is we take half of the, we run it through the stove and half of it we put in a new barrel and half we put in an, a, a, a spent bourbon barrel. Okay. Okay. And then after about a year, we blend them. So it's a double cast gin, dark gin. Well, we make our margaritas with double cast gin. Oh, and, wow. Oh, they're so great. And I, when I'm that up, I'll good. have our, yes, I'll have our bartenders make a, a big batch of them. And then what I do is I go around and my husband likes to call me his little shots girl. And I, and I get <laughs> shots of them and I'll walk around, they're off the table. So I said, would you like to try a margarita? Mm -hmm. You know, and they'll look at me, you know, made with gin and they'll try them. And, and I do that so people, because, a lot of people don't want to try things that they who would try margarita with gin, you know, or mm -hmm. and we have jalapeno margaritas, and you're like, oh, oh wow. so good, they're so good. So, I'll do that a lot is I'll go around and I'll let people try some of these drinks that we make that are very, very different, blackberry mm -hmm. old fashioned, we're known for, um, and all sorts of things, and, and let them try them, and then they become their new favorite drink. Very cool. We need to. We need to get up there, and we need to yeah. try all the drinks. <laughs> where, where are you? We are just south of Des Moines in Iowa. Oh, you're not far. No, not no, not, not too. too I mean, we can definitely drive up there with. We're you within should. driving distance. <laughs> no, you should. And uh, and uh, the food's amazing. We also the food we use our spirits and our and the oils and vinegars in our food. So we have brandy glaze this and. Urban this and rye pasta and yeah, 
these are all our wow, spirits. Very cool. Yeah, distillery fit. It's yeah. Really good. <laughs> Speaking of the distillery, the restaurant there, you are located on the banks of the. In- I know you already said this, Justin. Baraboo. If I pronounce this wrong, Baraboo. Baraboo. River. And it's the longest mainstream restored free-flowing river in the United States. Um, did Was that location specifically chosen? Or yeah, yes. can well, you tell? We're the only restaurant on that Baraboo River. So mm-hmm. the reason, when people talk about bourbon, and they always say Kentucky bourbon, it's because of the water. So what happens is come you you do your pro you you run your still comes you need water to run your product. Mm-hmm. Then you get your product off the still. It might be at 160, 70, whatever proof it's coming off the still. So you have to proof it down. We proof it in 117 to go in the barrels. How do you proof it? You proof it with water. And then mm-hmm. after it's aged for a while however long, if it's a four-year, five-year, however many years, when you proof it again, you use water. So water is is so important. Well, Mm -hmm. where we sit is where the glaciers ended. So the glaciers come down at night, and when they, back in the Stone Age or whatever it was, they came back, Mm -hmm. it goes through, like, the water goes through 700 feet of sand and limestone. It's its own aquifer. Our yeah. water is sweet and delicious. The water wow. is delicious. So not only are we distilling with that sweet water, okay, gives it that special taste, mm-hmm. but then cut it to make it to whatever proof with that water. So um, yes, Baraboo was chosen because of okay, the water. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's imp- it's a major important part of the, mm-hmm. of the system. Yeah. Very cool. And sometimes you'll be sitting outside and you can be having drinks or food and the, the kayakers will be going by. You never know what they'll be doing. <laughs> right next to Circus World Museum. So everything is great. Cool. So you kind of mentioned it already with Kentucky. It seems like even though it's 2023, there's still people that think bourbon can only be made in Kentucky. Um, sometimes you hear or whiskey is only in Tennessee, like just hear these crazy things. Obviously that's not the case. What's the, uh, the distillery and whiskey scene like in Wisconsin? Um, well, Wisconsin, actually, I think we have over 60 distilleries in Wisconsin alone. Okay. Um, I do believe we're one of the, I think we are the largest for sure. Cause we're mm-hmm. one of, um, I think we were considered, uh, one of the, top 10 outside of Kentucky, um, the size of our distillery. So, but, but yeah, um, Wisconsin has a lot of distilleries in it. And um, yeah, my husband's just saying to me, make sure I talk about the grains because we use, yeah, we buy them from all the same places they do in Kentucky. So they buy them in from the grains are from the Midwest. Kentucky Mm -hmm. buys their grain from the Midwest, which is where we are. So we actually are a hundred percent sustainable. So what we, we bring in, um, and then when we, uh, when we distill, it goes through the separator. Anyway, it, um, 
it throws the water, the effluent out, and we put it in a tanker. The grains we send to our farmers and the, give it to the cows, the local cows. And okay. the effluent water goes off to an anaerobic digester and it's made into energy. So we're 100% sustainable. Nothing goes back into that, 100%. That's cool. That is very cool. But we do use everything local, which is nice. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, we've been talking about this whiskey, and I've been itching to try it since we uh, we got it. Do you mind walking us through some tastings here? Sure. So I think the first one, we're just going to do the, oh, you grab the Naranja first, or just you want to go straight to the bourbon? Oh, I'm just I'm just putting them down. I figured you'd want to start with the bourbon. The bourbon. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So while, while he's pouring these, um, I had some, well questions and i just wanted to comment especially for our listeners your bottle is amazing <laughs> i i love the square bottles i like the the raised glass whenever i see raised glass on a bottle i just i love that so you have the windmill on the back and driftless glen on the front the the side if our listeners have ever seen this bottle they will have noticed the thumbprints or the right. fingerprints on the side. Yes. Um, I think that is so cool. We so, read about that, but would you mind sharing with our listeners why that's I, there? I'd love to. So that's my husband and my thumbprints on either side. Oh. So basically we're saying we're giving it thumbs up. But yeah. so when we first got into this business, again, like I said, we didn't know much. Um, and we had to come up with an idea and I said, okay, let's, let's do a recon. <laughs> let's, go down the whiskey aisle and let me see because again i'm the artist so i'm looking at the bottle i'm looking at the mm -hmm. let's walk down the aisles and let me see what grabs my attention if i don't know anything about whiskey if i don't know any name mm -hmm. why am i going to choose this bottle okay yeah. so we did this whole recon well to take a to take a little tidbit out of maker's mark so Maker's Mark, when they came out, people may not have remembered their name, but they would say, get the one with the red wax. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? Yeah. Well, not everybody knows Maker's Mark. But when it came out, they didn't. So mm -hmm. um, our name, Driftless Glen, Driftless is the region, Glen, mm -hmm. you know, sort of. Well, when we first started, I would say, hi, this is Renee from Driftless Glen. What? What? Let you know it was very very difficult. It's like a mouthful. So when we were designing the bottle, I said, Ryan, we have got to come up with something to make people say, I don't remember the name, but get me the square <laughs> bottle with the thumbprints, right? And that was yeah. the theory behind it. That's how we okay. because I wanted something different, so I wanted it to be square. I like the shape of it. It's a very heavy, heavy glass. Did you hear it? Is. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It is like, I, I like that. It is yeah. really, really heavy. And yes, the thumb also help with the pour. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love how it feels with those yeah. thumbprints. They're just like little grippers almost. Yes, it's like grippers. And yeah. I get people that always say to me, whoa, you know, I could take your thumbprint and I could... <laughs> You know, whatever. Yeah, I don't think they're exactly. I mean, when they did it, it might not be my exact thumbprint, but it right. is our, was our thumbprints. I mean, we actually did do that with the glass company with our thumbprints. That is really cool. Yeah. Um, cool. And that was the the thing behind it. And the glass 
it's the one thing we do not have, um, although we are talking to someone, it's the only thing we do not make in America. Um, okay. It's, we get it out of France. The glass is beautiful, clear, clean. Mm -hmm. Like you said, heavy glass to us. It was important that the bottle itself felt like the quality of the product that's inside it. Mm -hmm. you, know, sure. you don't want to pick up something light. I didn't want it to be a standard bottle. I didn't want to have every what anybody else had. I wanted something different. Um, and that's how they came up with that. I'm glad you like it. A lot of people, yeah. have, oh, I do. they steam off the um, labels and then they use mm -hmm. the glass for all kinds of things. Yeah. 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 I think, I think bottles are, are important. Like I obviously the whiskey that's inside it, but I think bottles are important and you're right. Like it, I love that you walk down aisles to see like what catches your eye or what you notice. Um, because when we're, even when we want to try new things, like we'll be picking up bottles and reading them and stuff, but your eyes are drawn to certain ones. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And this is a unique bottle. There's certain colors. You know, and there's certain mm -hmm. shapes and there's certain designs and um, and labels are I I think labels are the hardest thing there is that I've had to deal with with anything to do with the company labels because you you have to you know with this bottle it's limited space you have to get all the information on it mm -hmm. uh, yeah so labels <laughs> are but I'm glad you like the glass. It's really very good. much so. But the thing is, again, what you we wanted it to be quality from from the moment you look at it. You know, everything says Driftless Glen. Even when you take the top off, you'll see the cork is Driftless mm -hmm. Glen. And um, a cute story about that is the when we were thrown into this, and my husband and I, you know, we didn't know anything about the business. Um, there was a fellow who did our corks. His name's David Watson, and he got on the phone because I knew nothing. I mean, I it's seriously nothing. And he mm -hmm. was on the phone with me. He spent hours and he said, this is what you want to do. And he's, and he's just the court guy. But he was giving me all this inside information. He saved me so much heartache and so much headache to this day. As a matter of fact, I just got an email from him and I said to him, you'll always have my business. To this day, I will never change it. And I can change courts right now and save money but I would never do it because I'm as loyal as a day is long. And that guy saved me so much headache. And I, I think it's amazing. And that's what we, that's what you need in this country. Anyway, you need some loyalty behind, you know, we're saying, Hey, I helped you and whatever. And he didn't do it to, he didn't do it for that, but mm -hmm. great guy. Anyway. So my, so the capsules even say driftless Glen on them and everything. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So go ahead and open this one. This is our bourbon. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. I think, do you have the, tell me which bourbon that you have. We have the straight bourbon whiskey, small Red. batch number 70. Yep. Okay. So you have a small batch. Mm -hmm. So our small batch um, is usually somewhere between 15 and 20 small barrels. It's our chosen. Um, again, we have 53 gallon barrels and they're chosen for different things. You're looking for, um, little tasting notes out of different ones and how they blend. So what we do is we'll go through 
and we'll tap the barrels and we put them in small little tasting things and then we we play with it i shouldn't say we it just let's do that and they, <laughs> and they come up with a blend that they feel is really good and so that's what you're tasting there um, okay there are at least four year you probably have some um you probably have you might have five or six year barrels in there but you have to go with the the youngest of them mm-hmm. interesting so you smell some vanilla and caramel yeah it's definitely got a nice sweet mm-hmm. smell to it it does, it does. i noticed right yeah. away it smells sweet yes and, and that tastes phenomenal percent mm-hmm. corn 20 mm-hmm. percent rye and 20 percent malted barley so okay our um our mash bill is a little different than others we have yeah. a little rye in ours. Yeah, I like that. It yeah. has a little bit of a little bit of spice that you get from that rye. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. <laughs> yeah, it is. Sweet. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, a little bit of we've kind of so we we've had a lot of whiskeys and it's funny when we first started, it was like um oh we wanted the smoothest whiskey there was. And then as we kind of tasted more whiskeys, that kind of evolved like smooth doesn't necessarily equal flavor. No. And so this has nice sweetness and there's like the perfect amount of, we, we've been referring to it as heat, just a nice it warms little, you. Nice little warming <laughs> tingle f- feeling, um, not an overpowering by any means. Um, but yeah, just nice little sweet and heat. I, I really like that. Yeah, it, this tastes complex complex yeah, is the complex. new yeah. my new like <laughs> for a good one yeah <laughs> well good. and like i say they we try on our blends we try to keep our blends somewhat similar but like if you get blend number 71 it's going to taste a little different than blend number 70 and so forth mm-hmm. the same thing with single barrels you know every single barrel is a little different but sure um but that's what you get when you're a craft you know we mm-hmm. when we run um when we do our still for the day we get somewhere between nine and ten barrels when we do a, when we do a mash mm-hmm. a day so when you put those barrels up into even though it's the same mash bill and the same sort of thing when you put those barrels into the rack houses depending on where they are in the rack houses depending on the wood depending on the this they all taste a little different it's so amazing and you'll yeah just for sure and you go wow this one has a little different and that, that is really a beauty of this. It really is. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Have, we have no problem. If you come, you'll see. We'll we'll walk through our house. We'll go, hey, you want to try a, you know, a this? Like we have a single malt aging in there. You want to try a single malt? Oh, we'll just tap it and see what it tastes like. I mean, we're willing to give it a shot. And um, and sometimes people will say, oh, my God, I love that. Can I get No, I can't get it yet. We're still aging it for another two years. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the sort of thing, but we'll give you a taste of what's to come. And yeah, that's cool. cool. So we are trying to get to the point where everything you taste, everything you will buy from us is five year plus. And again, okay. we've never sourced it. We've always we've made it all ourselves. So whether it be a single malt, a weeded bourbon, a regular bourbon, the rye whiskey, we've got a couple rye whiskeys, and yeah, it's all done there nice. in Baraboo. I think that's really like unique about you guys that you can do it all. Like everything is made by you. And I think that's very cool. cool. Yeah. It's aged. It's aged at our place. 
it's mm -hmm. bottled in our place. Um, so everything, we have our own quality control and that's important for us. We don't want to give it to someone else. Um, sure. I can tell you, we poured a lot of stuff down the drain. I mean, we will tap a <laughs> barrel and if the barrel tastes like garbage. We pour it down the drain because the reason we never sourced, and this goes back to where I was headed with that question, with that answer, is that the theory behind it was, as we made a conscious decision, was that if we sourced and you tried it and you loved it, when we came out with our whiskey, it's going to taste different. Then you're going to try mm -hmm. our whiskey, you won't like it, right? Or what if we had sourced whiskey, you never liked it. When we came out with ours, you wouldn't try it again. So mm -hmm. we just bit the bullet and said, we're going to wait and wait. And we'll, we won't release something unless it's good. So when we mm -hmm. taste our barrels, if they're off, we don't we don't try to mix it and do something. We, we won't get rid of it. We just aren't going to put a bad product out there because one bad product ruins everything. And yeah. um, so we have a major quality control deal at the distillery. And that's important. And I shouldn't say I pour it down the drain because caribou would get mad saying, oh, we're down the drain into the water. But I meant we, we get rid of it. <laughs> we <actually> sure. <laughs> not down the drain. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, right. But we have done that. We've done it with, um, we did a, a interesting project when we first started. We wanted to introduce younger generations to whiskey. And so mm -hmm. we did a rock and rye. So it was a rye whiskey. It was a flavored whiskey. We had four flavors, um, root beer, cherry cola, orange spice, and vanilla something. And um, they were it, it were really good. They were sweet. And we, you know, get kids into them. Shooter drinks. So we had a lot of it. And they were $20 for a bottle. You know, mm -hmm. distributors didn't want to touch it. And we basically poured that down the drain. Wow. But the interesting thing about that story is to come up with those flavors, we had to do a, we did a rye mash bill, a high rye. And mm -hmm. we ran it to the stove and when we got out of the stove, we had nine barrels. But we only needed to send a little sample off to the flavoring companies. So we sent a little sample off. And what did we do the rest of the whiskey? We stuck it in barrels and threw it in the rack house. Well, they lose it. Mm -hmm. so now we have to do another run of this same rye mash bill. And we weren't smart and saved extra because we didn't think anything could happen the second time. But the second time <laughs> they, they used it all and we didn't like any of the flavors. So now we have to run a third one. And we run a third one and ultimately we get those flavors we're talking about. So we have 27 barrels of this rye that we call uh, a Maryland style rye mm -hmm. uh, in the rack house, just sitting there. And about two years we go, let's taste that. It is so good. So we, we now make that like a hundred barrels of that a year and we call it our 51 rye. And it's one, okay. It's one um, just made us distillery of the year and all sorts of stuff. It's, it's just so the good from that came. So we really did get a good thing from that mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, we did pour some, you know, a whole project down the drain that didn't work. So those are the things, you know, people don't want to always talk about. But 
you, you're going to make mistakes because you got to try some things. And then right, you know, yeah. it's going to be the winner or winner. Yep. Trial and error. Yep. For sure. Um, while we're finishing this one up, I just wanted to point out, I was looking over the website. You guys have a 96 proof single barrel bourbon, a cask strength bourbon, a uh, limited weeded bourbon, limited port finished bourbon, rye whiskey, small batch rye, single barrel straight rye, 51 rye. Then you also have vodkas. You have regular lemon, cucumber, and cranberry brandy, and then gin using all Wisconsin botanicals, a double cask gin, the new American gin, a Navy strength gin, and the Wisconsin gin. So a whole variety of excellent stuff. And we have a single malt in, you know, aging. It's just not on there. And yeah. we have smoked whiskey that's aging that's not on that because they're not ready to go out yet. But yeah, sure. we do a bunch of different things. And again, we do them, a lot of them because we use them in our restaurant. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and cool. like I said, we have some different finishes and stuff like that. So you're going to try the Naranja. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the fellow from Speyside, his name is Rob, called me and he goes, hey, I want to just tell you about this barrel. So they're Seville, or Seville oranges, I probably say, from Spain. That have uh, It's a sherry that has been aged. And what that's what these barrels are. So they're, it's an orange sherry. And okay. we get these barrels. And then we put our bourbon in it and we age it for another six months to a year in these neuron barrels and that's what you're getting with the bourbon bean rum so um anyway um it adds a little bit of that you, you get a completely different taste to it with like i say with mm -hmm. the orange um and you can smell the difference if you can if you still have yeah, a little yeah. the other one you can smell the difference smell a little bit <laughs> smell the difference mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yes and it's just a, it's a little bit softer sweeter it's a different it mm -hmm. just has a different taste to it i'm trying to think uh by the way that small batch bourbon that we were just talking about uh one mm -hmm. was a Platinum Award winner at the Ascot Awards, which is like the major oh, wow. big award, right? Last yeah. year, that small batch was their platinum. Very cool. Awesome. It's very, it's a very good bourbon. It's very, very good. Yeah. Um, you kind of talked about the quality of the the glass matching the quality of what's inside, and I absolutely agree because I think this is very high quality glass and high quality whiskey. It's mm -hmm. very, very it's good. Very good. Well, we appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> And this is, did you try yours yet? I this is very good. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to get you the um, recipe for that. Because if you're going to do an old-fashioned, you try it with the Naranja. It's so good. Doesn't that have yeah, a different taste to it? Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. That is, oh, my gosh. And the, yeah. if you wait just a second, the then the, the finish hits you. And it is, yep. oh, yep. that's interesting and very yeah. good. Very good finish. This is, this oh my goodness. tastes perfect for an old-fashioned. Yes. It, it really is. Yeah. Uh, and we, I, I'm trying to think, um, we do about seven to ten barrels of that. We don't do a lot of it. Uh, mm -hmm. We have it just because of, we're not going to flood the market, but it was interesting because at first we thought we would do um, 
you know, 50 barrels or something. And then we just thought, you know what? I want to keep our core, our bourbon and our rye, and then we'll have mm-hmm. these specialties mm-hmm. that you can pick up, but that you definitely yeah. have a core. And um, I'm trying to think of who it was. I want to say it was a tequila company. When the guy called us about these barrels, he said there's a, I believe it was a tequila company that was buying all of the Naranja barrels. So he said, buy what you can because you, you won't be able to see it. You won't be able to get them anymore. And um, so I did. But Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. It was. This oh. is oh, this is so good. It is very this good. Is, I've never tasted anything like this before. It's very good. Yes. Isn't that wonderful. It just mm-hmm. has a little softer, and like the orange just brings out some other flavors, mm-hmm. some spices, yeah. and things. Um, and I'm not sure if people are nervous to do barrel aged bourbons, and they're wondering, it's you know, am I going to like it? Is it going to be too much? But it's subtle. It's soft. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's not overpowering. It's mm-hmm. But it's there. It's just makes it. I don't even know how to describe this. This is really good and different. Well, and I noticed that this is a hundred proof, and it does not. It doesn't drink like a hundred oh, no. proof. It's Mm-mm. got a. It's very easy to drink. This is dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> it's really dangerous in an old fashioned. I bet. I bet. Yeah. Oh my I goodness. Bet. Yeah. No, this is good. I. Yeah. This is really. This is a uh, so. In the fall, we like to, once it gets colder at night, we like to sit around the fire pit and sip something. This is, I feel like this is perfect mm-hmm. for that. It is. And yeah. um, I'm not sure if we sell it where you are, but you can come to the distillery and get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I will say I did, uh, you probably don't know this, but I, I know Miranda is a, a rye gal. She really no. likes rye. And we're going to be up in Minnesota. We have a... a friend up there or somebody that we've had on the show I guess that owns a spirits and I did see that your guys is rye is at a spirit so I'm oh. sure we will be purchasing that oh you, <laughs> uh, you're a rye girl oh yeah. yeah I so people I don't even think I've told our listeners this but like three years ago I didn't even like whiskey <laughs> except Jameson occasionally I would have Jameson like a Jameson and cranberry mm-hmm. or if I was gonna drink whiskey it was Jameson but I didn't really care for bourbon or whiskey. We watched a bourbon documentary and learning about how like pure all the ingredients that go in to making bourbon and whiskey can be like it. You wanted to try. Yeah. I was like, I need to try this more because a lot of different like liqueurs and stuff that are out there. I, I don't react well to them because there's so many different, Right. Additives, and additives stuff, into yeah. that in them that aren't pure ingredients. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Then I, I started trying bourbon after this documentary, and I was like, I I like bourbon. I don't know if I talked myself into liking it, but I I genuinely like bourbon and whiskey now. <laughs> but and then doing this show, we we've been trying so many different whiskeys, and I have really developed a liking to rise mm-hmm. because there's so much flavor there. So a, rye whiskey. a lot of people don't like rye. They, they, they just put their hand up and go, not, I'm not a rye drinker. I'm like, okay, yep. try our rye. It's, it's just <laughs> a little different. Just not try our rye. So we have, we, you know, with the podcast, there was um, a podcast. Someone sent a bourbon and a rye down to these guys in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. And 
you know, they're like, oh, you know, Wisconsin. I mean, they, they were really great, but they were like, oh, it's a Wisconsin deal, you know. <laughs> we're going to try it, but people always tell us. Well, they started with The Rock. And the one guy, because he's like, yeah, I'm not a writer. Well, he just went off and was like, this, uh, oh, my God. Oh, and he was like, this is the best ride. Oh, and it's going on and on and on. <laughs> and then they wanted to go to the bourbon. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm going, I'm going to stick with the ride. Sort of thing. <laughs> so then when they do do the bourbon, they're like, yeah, the bourbon's good. Yeah, it's good. And the guy goes, wait, let me just say, bourbon would be great, except I tried the ride. And so now, and, and I was like, oh my God. and that's what happens when I was trying to tell you is for whatever reason, I don't, I think part of it is the fact that we buy our grains from the Midwest, our, mm -hmm. even our rye, okay? Most rye whiskeys, the rye comes, and I don't know if it makes a difference, but the rye comes from either Canada or Europe. Not okay. much rye is, the grains are from the Midwest. And maybe it's our still and the way we do it and how it's cut, but our rye, so do your, if you really do love rye, Pick up a bottle. I think you'll be thrilled with it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm gonna have to. Well, I mean, we're going to we're going to Ace Spirits anyways. And I did see they have it in stock, so, so. <laughs> I will not be leaving without a bottle of your rye. Yep. <laughs> so you'll, you'll, I won't. You won't be disappointed. I promise. And that's a very yep. interesting because most people don't with rye. There, it's like it's hotter. It's a you know, there's a the spice. Yeah, because there, there there is spice there. There, I don't know. I just get. I personally pick up a lot more flavors from rye mm -hmm. and yeah, we, I just started noticing it. Um, especially through doing this podcast when we would try rye. Oh, I like the rye more than the bourbon. And I was starting to notice. And so then I've started like choosing rye and yeah. like realizing I, yeah. I pick up different things out of the rye whiskey. And so, yeah. um, if you, if you come to the distillery and you do a, a tour and you do a taste, mm -hmm. Thing, depending on if we're distilling at the time and who's there, um, you know, we will pull something right off the still. You get to try the white dog, which is like 160 proof. We've had people yeah. do buying barrels, they're coming up to buy barrels, and we'll say, Here, go ahead, try the white dog. And they'll be like, Wow, I don't think I could drink 160 proof, but you know, <laughs> like, but you can taste, you can still taste the sweetness to it. And that's mm -hmm. even before it's been watered down and everything so yeah mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot of fun i mean nice how can how can a job not be fun when you're making this right <laughs> agreed and it's funny you mentioned like uh, a lot of bourbon drinkers they want to stay away from rye and stuff i always find that funny i kind of call them bourbon snobs i know some i personally know some but i've always uh I, I like all whiskeys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll try all sorts of different kinds. And, try... Yeah, you got to try them all. Yes. Try the different they're, kinds. They're all different. And yeah. like I said, we have a single amount that's fabulous. Mm -hmm. And our weeded bourbon is really wonderful. Um, we only yeah. did so many barrels of it. I'm trying to think how many we did. Uh, and then in the first time when we did it, and we didn't release it for, it was five years. Last year we mm -hmm. released it. But we saved 12 barrels of that to be 10-year. So we, oh, we cool. have this, yeah. So we do have a business plan of 
not everything that gets aged up to a certain point do we get it take it out the door we take certain barrels every time we like and we say you know what we're gonna let that age to 10 we're gonna let that age to 15 years or something and it'll be here before you know it and we'll be able to say we yeah. have a 10 year whiskey or you know so forth um yeah so we have some stuff that's eight years old already and and then oh, wow. release it release it yeah. <laughs> be patient gotta yeah. be patient we are we yeah. are yeah for sure yeah we're gonna have to make it up there we'll yes. let you know when we're coming up but we will have to make a trip to wisconsin come see the distillery and speaking of the distillery um i've been told from the the listeners that recommended the the driftless to begin with i've been told the restaurant is phenomenal i was told the cocktails are phenomenal um can you give our listeners just a little bit uh, insight on what they can expect when they come visit the distillery, the tours, just everything that they can do there. Sure. Um, we have, it's a wonderful restaurant. You, uh, you can sit out on the patio. Um, if you're a Wisconsinite, you sit out there in December. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, uh, if there's sunshine, you know, they'll, um, so we have a, I'm not even sure how big a restaurant it is. I'm 200 seat or something. I don't know. I, all I know is that on Saturdays, we will serve over 550 people on, on a Saturday. Wow. So we're pretty yeah. good. It's, it's pretty crowded, but the, the menu is a, um, we call it distillery cuisine. So mm -hmm. it's, and we don't have a fryer. So this is a huge thing in Wisconsin because, you know, like on Friday, they have fish fries and all everything right. is fried and we don't have a fryer. Everything is fresh made. Um, and so, you know, you might have fruit or you'll have an orzo salad as your sides. We don't. So um, on our burgers, everything is done fresh. Um, and we, uh, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with the menu. And like I said earlier in the podcast that we use our spirits and our vinegars in our, our recipes. And uh, again, with the drinks too. So you come in, you can, if you do a tour, it's about a 45 minute tour. We take you mm -hmm. through the whole distillery. They, they, you know, you explain how it's all done. You can see how the whole thing is done. Then you'll go through the rack houses. You'll see the bottling house. You come back and then you will do a tasting. And I think they do like uh, five different spirits. And nice. it's up at the distillery. I mean, if people want to try something else, I don't care if you don't <laughs> it means we want you to try everything. You know, we yeah. want you to, we want you to taste it, and love it, and say, "I'll buy that." Um, and we, like I, you mentioned earlier, we have vodkas. So, mm -hmm. story with vodka, um, we have a lemon vodka, a cucumber vodka, regular vodka. So last year, right about this time, we we're talking our to our distributor in Wisconsin, and. Um, He's a great guy, and Dan. I said to Dan, "You know, we want to do something special with our vodkas, and I'm not sure what we should do." And, and he says, "Well, why don't you do another flavor?" And I said, "Like, like what?" And he said, "Well, what's Wisconsin's known for?" And I went, "Cheese." I'm like, what flavor would it be? And he goes, "Cranberries. We are the cranberries." Yeah. Oh, so. Within two weeks, we had done a cranberry vodka, and we had gotten the label done, and I sent it off to him. He goes, you've got to be kidding. I go, no, you want it? We got it. And so we had it, we had it out the door. That's how nimble we can be. So 
Very um, cool. It's neat. Yeah. And I, you I'm mentioned, gonna, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Good. I was going to say, you mentioned what is Wisconsin known for? And the first thing I, that popped into my head was cheese, too. Cheese, so I was like, a cheese bite. <laughs> you know, I, I, I joke with him. I go, cheese? And he goes, yes. and he laughed at me. And he's like, you know, it would be my cheese. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, cheese vodka is not right up my alley. Um, no. <laughs> going back to something, and I'm just going to, um, if anybody's out there and they're out and they're seeing stuff, in the month of October, our bourbon goes pink. So we actually have a pink label. Um, That's cool. And, yeah. And so, um, especially in Wisconsin, I should say, we have at our bigger um, places that sell us, like the Woodman's and Costco's and things like that, we paint a barrel pink and it has a marker on it. and will people will write on the barrels and this stuff like that the last year we did it went to the corman foundation and um but three dollars of every bottle that is bought goes towards whatever state the the distributor of that state wherever they want it to go so um Yeah. So last year, I think we raised over $25,000 for breast cancer awareness. And um, that's awesome. Yeah. Just for the month of October. And last year, what we did, we did a pink party uh, at the distillery. And we let people know if you come to the distillery on that day, we're going to be running it through the bottling room. And you can have a certain person's name put on the bottle. So down here where it says bottled by, yeah. Okay. We would put the person's name. So a lot of people would buy bottles for their friends that are either a survivor or going through it or something like that. So they would come in and we'd say, What name would you like? And I want three bottles. I want this and want this. And they would put their names on it and they would go out the door. So I just, I'm touting it to let people know that we do yeah. that for breast cancer awareness. That's amazing. We have um, within our organization of the uh, SGPN. We have a fantasy football defensive position guy that does a podcast and his wife is a breast cancer survivor and he's done a lot through just through his pod and and fantasy football done a lot of organizing to raise money for breast cancer. So um, we'll definitely share that with him. He will be super appreciative. Do you get me their information and their name or and her name? I can get your mm-hmm. call. With her name on. That's, oh, that'd be, that's amazing. amazing. Yeah, we, we love it. I, and as a matter of fact, we just had a friend I found out the other day and she's struggling. She just found out and we were up at the distillery and I, I said to Casey, I said, I need a bottle with someone's name on it. And we did it and I brought it home and I gave it to her. It just, you know, I'm not, sh- it, it just is a little special thing to say, hey. Yeah, yeah no, I love that though. That yeah. is, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, October is just a few days away. Do you know what day you'll be doing that in October for the, the bottling? Um, well, we can we do it anytime this year we're going to do it anytime you want up by okay. last year we did a pink party because it was the first time we did it and we had um we wanted to release the pink label and that mm-hmm. but this year we're not doing what we call the pink parties but it was okay. really cute because people were coming and that barrel stayed in the front um in our retail section for the month mm-hmm. full and any we didn't have to buy a bottle to write on it you know, you could write on that girl anything you wanted. 
that barrel was full of this really cool people put all kinds of neat things on it and um so i think we casey did 11 barrel he painted 11 barrels this year wow. lots of different places for the retailers to have them in their stores for the same sort of thing and then they can do what cool. they, and they can either give them to a, a hospital or a foundation yeah. or a person but it, when i say pink i mean hot pink. <laughs> yes <laughs> awesome. yeah <laughs> it's great well, listeners, if you weren't sold on going and buying some Driftless Glen before, hopefully you are now because I think that's amazing. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add before we get you out of here? Um, I don't know. I just want to say thank you. And if you, you know, come on up, we, we, uh, anybody that comes up has a good time up at Driftless. We, I will say that the energy and the space is a really neat place to come to. You walk in and the first thing, it's very welcoming. Um, and I think you'll, you'll just enjoy it. So, and I'm glad you like the spirits. That's what it's we're doing. Very, enjoying. very good. Yeah. Yep. Very, <laughs> very good. Vera, boo, actually, October. Nobody ever wants to do it, but I'm always like, going, we're Vera, boo, October, Halloween. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no. I'm like, come on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, definitely on our list to visit. Mm -hmm. um, like I said, listeners, this is very, very good. I highly recommend it. Uh, both of them are delicious. Yes, they're both very And once good. we're going to pick up the ride, that's just this weekend that we're going to be in Minnesota. We'll pick up that ride and we'll do a, a review of that on the show as well. Next week. Next week. Next yeah. week. All we're right. doing it because I'm excited to try yeah. it. <laughs> you need me, call me in. I'll come back. <laughs> all right sounds perfect and thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today yeah. it's been a lot of fun it's been yep. great thank you guys yeah. yes thank, thank you. you all right that was a lot of fun thank you so much to renee from driftless glen great story i mean yeah. just how they started and everything and um the tie-ins to football with her sculpting something for prime time Dion sanders that was very cool that, that's so neat very very cool and i love the bam too bring another million bring another million <laughs> bam yeah that that's definitely unique for sure i wish we could say bam bam yeah bring another million justin i'm gonna say bad <laughs> bring another dollar that's what we can do <laughs> we can bring another dollar bad <laughs> bring another dollar um again these these bottles are very mm -hmm. cool very. um i know there's a little glare on them but turn them for you okay? yeah go for like, it there's like the thumbprints there you are go. so cool. I don't know if All you right. can see that better. I got you with the back. Look at that windmill. Oh, and there's the other thumbprint. I love that it's their thumbprints. Yeah, that is very it's cool. So neat. And very her unique. being an artist too, like you can just tell so much went into the design yes. of these. Yeah. It explained um, a lot. As soon as she mm -hmm. said she was an artist and a sculptor, it's like, well, then this bottle makes a yes, lot of sense. It does. And we, I can't tell you how many conversations we have had, like when we, when we were starting the show too, like we, we were getting all these different whiskeys before, like we had distillers coming on yeah, and we were trying to determine, okay, what's a whiskey we haven't tried. We, we would go look our, our wall to wall. Everybody heard about our wall to wall journeys yeah, and spending I don't First know. First it was Costco. Whatever. Shout Costco. out to Costco. Then it was wall to wall. We discovered wall to wall and that was just a bad and now i bad feel like discovery. it's a spirits and that's bad because it's a four-hour drive up there yes but love a spirits i love a spirits um but but yeah like 
what draws you to the bottles like for me like I love trying new whiskeys that we haven't tried, but what draws you before you can taste the whiskey, what draws you is the bottle. You so are that, a bottle lover. You I'm a bottle lover. like unique <laughs> bottles. I do. And so, you cannot lie. And <laughs> bottles like I, but I'm always like nervous sometimes. Like I've said, I, I, am I buying this for the bottle? We don't know, but you have to try it to know. Are this you judging is, the book by its cover? But that's the, yeah, that's your first impression of it. Agreed. Before you get no, to taste I agree. It. Uh, but no, this is amazing bourbon. Mm -hmm. The Naranja, if you can get yourself a bottle of that, you will not be disappointed. It's so unique. And I love craft distilleries because yeah. of the uniqueness you get out of them. And right. this is, I was excited to try the Naranja, the Bourbon Day Naranja. Um, and it did not disappoint. I, I told my parents we were having the Bourbon Day Naranja and my- They're going to- my I'm mother said, this. does that mean of orange? I think Spanish class was ninth grade back in 1972. What? So <laughs> she, <laughs> she she couldn't quite remember, but she thought it was of orange. And I said, yes, that's correct. It is aged in the orange mm -hmm. sherry, orange infused sherry barrels. Um, very, very good stuff. Okay. Highly recommended. And the and bourbon is, that bourbon, because of their mash bill, like I can tell it unique. has a different mash bill than yeah. other, like, and I love that. Yeah. Very I mean, unique. It's very good. Very good. But anyway, this is this has been fun. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say the rye is at a spirits, and mm -hmm. just a reminder: you can you know use you can use if I could talk. Apparently, it was the whiskey. If I could talk, uh, you can use code bet b e t for ten percent off your purchase. Yes. So maybe you wanna maybe you wanna try the Driftless Glen Rye. I don't remember off the top of my head if they have the others i know they're out of at least one of them but they might have others i just know for mm -hmm. sure that they had the ride well i am just saying it now don't buy it yet because miranda wants to buy it on sunday that's what you're saying what that don't buy it online yet because you want to make sure you get your bottle first oh yeah rye. well i i as much <laughs> i get what you're saying now. i was yeah. not clearly was not following you <laughs> it's no wait till i get my bottle and then on sunday night you can go and buy <laughs> you can buy a buy luke out of his there you go driftless glen rye but let me get my bottle first <laughs> there you go what what else did you have to add uh I had something and I really don't remember now. It was the bourbon. You really like the bourbon. You really like the bourbon de Narana. Go visit uh -huh. Wisconsin just to visit the Driftless Glen. It's also, I'm sure it's a very pretty area. In, in Baraboo. Baraboo. Yeah. Baraboo. Yeah. I like saying Baraboo. Do you? Yes. <laughs> it's yes. because you're a Bears fan. Um, that's my guess anyways. No, go go try this. Go get yourself some. Uh, it's sold in 25 states, so it's possible that they are in your state. Mm -hmm. If not, just look where you can travel to to buy it. Or go to aspirits.com. Yeah. Luke delivers to 42. I think that's correct. 42. Yeah. We can follow up with him and ask, but I think well. it was 42. Yeah, that mm -hmm. sounds right. Do you have anything else to add? No. If you end up going to the Driftless Glen Distillery in Baraboo, Wisconsin, make sure you let them know you heard us on or you heard about them on old fashioned football that always helps us out when we have these types of episodes. If, if we can get some word of mouth out, or if you go to a distillery, you really like let them know, Hey, you know, this podcast that we probably have them on all that kind of stuff really helps us out. And we yeah. appreciate that. That's that's how we, you know, well, we reached out to Driftless Glenn from our listeners. And yeah. 
But yeah, if That's- you if you have other whiskeys you want us to review, distillers you want us to get on the show, reach out. Let us know. We're always looking to try new whiskeys for you guys to give yes. you those reviews. It's a lot of fun for us. Yes, absolutely. It keeps the show going. <laughs> Last thing I want to say: make sure you head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com store because there's a new product there. Yes, we have old-fashioned <laughs> football podcast hats, five different colors to choose from. Go pick those up because that helps us out a lot too. Um, I'm excited to get mine. Uh, I'm, you know, I wear a lot of hats. I love wearing hats. I'm going to have to get at least two because I always have my hat that I wear like casually. And then I have a hat that I always end up working outside in and sweating in. Oh my gosh. I was, oh my goodness. Sorry. We're delaying the ending of the show. (laughs) I was in here the other day and we have, this is Justin's office, but also it's doubles as a spare bedroom for when we have company. I plopped down on the bed to tell you something while you were while during the work day. And I stopped mid sentence. Cause I was just like, something smells like sweaty hat. And <laughs> Just, like, maybe it's a sweaty hat. Yeah. Next I had to you. no idea. Oh. Yeah. He had a sweaty hat on the pillow on the bed. I was just, Oh my God, I can't handle that. It's my um, amazing <laughs> vintage sports gambling podcast shield hat too. So I'm going to wa- find a way to hand wash that for have you. To, Get yeah. the sweat out of it. I was going to say, I'm having a hard time picking between the colors of our hats and you want to get a couple and i i would say i'd love to share a hat with you but one your head's a lot bigger than mine two i will not wear a hat that you just just go ahead and pick your two out it'll be fine (laughs) anything else to add today no this has been fun it was fun thank you again to renee from driftless glenn go check them out go make sure you buy a bottle because you will not regret it i promise you that going once going twice sold Old-fashioned football.